The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. When the Facts Change is brought to you by the Spin-Off Podcast Network, in partnership with Kiwi Bank. The bank for Kiwi, looking to get ahead in business and in life. A bank that delivers expertise and banking know-how, smart advice for business owners wanting to invest, grow their business or diversify. A bank that adapts with technology through the lens of its people and customers. It is a bank with heart that is driven by its purpose. Kiwi making Kiwi better off. So it's the summer. And I thought I'd pick out three moments in which the world shifted on its axis for me. Three moments where I learnt about some huge changes going on in tax, climate change and insurance. So three moments of 2023. So again, I was sitting at the back of the room. It was a hot day, early in the afternoon in a conference, the Climate Change Business Conference in Auckland on September the 21st. And again, I was trying to stay awake. There was a panel discussion, all very earnest and useful, but not terribly exciting. Until we heard Bryce Davies, the Head of External Relations and Corporate Relations for IAG New Zealand, start to talk about Patoni. For those who don't know Wellington, Patoni is a floodplain. Essentially, it's split by the Hutt River going right down the valley and out into the harbour. It is particularly vulnerable to big floods and down towards the end, up against the harbour. It's also very vulnerable to tsunami. This is a place which, if you'd had a chance to understand how the land and the water and climate change and earthquakes cause disasters, then you probably wouldn't build there. So when Bryce Davies, who's in a position to talk about this with authority, because remember, IAG is the biggest insurer in the country with NZI, State, uh, AMI and others, he started to talk about Patoni. And what he said was, quote, Patoni can't be there. It won't be there. We cannot protect that now. We cannot protect South Dunedin. There are parts of Napier that we cannot protect, no matter what we do. That is the fact, and we need to galvanise around that and think very practically about how the hell we get people out. Close quote. Bryce Davies was essentially saying, as the biggest insurer in the country, that in 30 to 50 years' time, you may not be able to get insurance at a reasonable price for any sort of home or business or anything in Putani because of climate change. So what does that mean? How will that actually work? Well, this year I spent quite a bit of time trying to understand what that actually looks like in real time, in the real world. And I spoke to an insurance expert at Massey University, Dr Michael Naylor. 
And I asked him about this interesting nexus between insurance and the mortgage, which are run and held by two different companies, and unfortunately on two different timeframes for rolling those contracts over. Here's Dr. Michael Naylor. Insurers are moving to a price based on your house. So your own risk for quakes or fire or floods, etc. using uh, the council maps, the, the floodplain maps, etc. The main firm they're pushing there is, is Tower, but the other firms are the coming along. The basic thing being is that Tower can then choose their clients by risk and choose the best clients, and the other insurers are left with the high-risk clients. And so particularly in terms of quake risk, they have been quite careful. So the properties of the next door can have quite different risk factors and therefore the different pricing. So tell me, um, how is that expressed for an insurer in its relationship with its customer? They might have had a customer for many, many years, and previously the pricing was very general. It might be, uh, you know, these types of houses in this province are, are priced at this level, but they've now gone through and they're now pricing things house by house based on maps and uh, more detailed uh, more detailed understanding of the risk of quakes. So what does that mean? Do they s- simply... Uh, send a new letter to the customer every year saying, okay, we've had another look and we've decided there's a there's a bit more risk here and therefore your price is going to be X times one and a half? Or do they say, actually, we've had a look and we've decided not to insure you at all? What's what's the process? They haven't so far turned clients down. They have increased the premiums by four or five or ten times. Particularly in terms of apartments in Wellington, they have had massive increases in, in premiums, which is a hint that you should go to another insurer. And insurance companies so far, as a peer issue, have not uh, refused to accept clients or um, have turned them down. The trouble is that if you turn down your increase of the price from your current insurer, the rest won't touch you. So you have to go to a special insurer in London. And so how does that affect um, someone's property value and in particular the relationship they have with their bank? Because there's a particular issue here where the bank lends you money for typically at a term of 20 or 25 years, but the insurer redoes the contract every year. So there's a sort of a mismatch in the timing of the insurance contract and the mortgage. How do they work together? How, how does that, that all play out? So far, the hunters know they don't work together, which is raising a major risk factor. I mean, your mortgage is one or two decades. Your, your insurance is annual, and you, you're bound by uh, the covenant have insurance. So we're facing a future where the properties will have a huge increase in, in premium or become uninsurable, yet you still have a mortgage. Which means that in the event of a problem, your house has a value and, and you still owe the mortgage. And um, how does climate change play into what the insurers are doing and um, and the relationship between the insurer and the banks? Because I would have thought as a bank, if I'm lending a lot of money against the value of a piece of land to someone, I want to know whether it's insured, how much it's insured for them, what are the risks that suddenly the costs of the insurance could blow out? No one's ever thought that's true. I mean, especially with floods. I mean, the, the, the major risk factor has been quakes, and there has been lots of research on quake issues. 
And after the Christchurch quake, the people realised that the risk factor is vastly more than that they had in the premiums. And now that they're thinking through floods, the people are looking mainly at coastal property, which is not that high proportion of our properties. But one of the things about Auckland uh, floods is that there's a lot of them more than coastal. So if we have increased rain, maybe by the, the five or ten times as much, the, the local drains can't cope. So you may be um, in a, a, a place which looks good, but if it, the, the drains can't cope, you'll, you'll flood whenever there's a, a cyclone. So tell me, you know, how does this play out now? Because if I've just been flooded, and maybe I've been flooded two or three times in two or three years, and the insurance company has, you know, understood with fresh maps and looked at the most recent examples of flooding, decided to uh, either significantly increase the premiums or maybe even to say, no, we can't insure that, suddenly the homeowner with a mortgage gets a letter that says, you know, it's very, very expensive to insure or uninsurable. What happens then to the value of the property and how does the bank deal with this? That's the good question. The currently, the bank doesn't deal with it. I mean, the, the banks have not thought this through. They are at the moment. But, I mean, banks only hold your mortgage. So if you have a, 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 a property worth a million bucks, your mortgage is half a million, your property value has to drop in half before the banks are affected. So it's, it's you who lose the initial equity. And the research shows that maybe one in four homes in Auckland is subject to flood damage. So it's not a small matter. And once you include the hill size, like in Wellington with increased uh, rainfall, the hills could start to slip. So over the whole country, it is a major proportion of our homes. So we have to stop thinking just about coastal homes. We have to start thinking about floodplains. In the Bay of Plenty, uh, uh, a number of towns there are at or below the, the height of the floodplains. So there could be whole towns where the insurance of the company say, so we can't insure. As long as it's a small proportion of clients, insurance companies offer insurance as a peer exercise. They don't want to get the bad press of saying we will withdraw floods. But as occurred in Christchurch, if costs are major, they will withdraw. They'll say we, we, we can't offer insurance or we exclude floods. But I'll give you the fire or, or the quake insurance. And so the, so far the flood issue has been minor, but as climate change changes, it, it will be a, an increasing issue. And because insurance is, is, is annual, people will be left with, with no insurance and a, a mortgage. And, and the response of, of, of customers will be to sell the house and not tell the next buyer. Michael Naylor there, talking about climate change and what might happen when the insurers make the decision to pull out. When the Facts Change was brought to you by the Spin-Off Podcast Network, together with KiwiBank. Visit kiwibank.co.nz to find out how KiwiBank are making Kiwi better off. Are you making the most of your KiwiSaver investment? Generate is an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of strong long-term performance. Making a smart decision now could add tens of thousands of dollars by the time you reach retirement. Book a no-obligation chat with a Generate KiwiSaver advisor today at generatekiwisaver.co.nz slash advice. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited and, of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns.
The Spin-Off Podcast Network.